0: Welcome into another edition of the Let's Go State Podcast, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. I'm your host, Mitch Gerber. On today's episode, we visit with a guy that's had a heck of a month stretch. Talking about an NCAA champion, an Olympic team qualifier, somebody that's done it the right way. Fascinating conversation with Nick Lee on this episode. Talk everything about uh, social media qualifying for the Olympic team and what drives him now if you have not heard about this from Nick Lee the chop wood carry water mantra you're going to want to check that out on this episode without further ado let's hear our conversation with Nick Lee Nick Lee, an NCAA champion and Olympic team qualifier, joins us on the Let's Go State podcast. Nick, first off, appreciate you taking the time today, but I'm not sure anyone's had a better stretch of time than you. What's been the most surreal moments of the past four weeks?
1: (laughs) There's been a lot of surreal moments, so it's hard to say. But, um, yeah, I think uh, the Olympic trials was was pretty awesome, right? Um, I didn't think about it a lot because my mind was so set on nationals, but then right after nationals, you're two weeks out from the Olympic trials. And I think, um, you know, it it was almost hard to believe I was there, right? Something that people kind of dream of wrestling. in. so just wrestling in that tournament was, was awesome.
0: (laughs) Having centered all of your attention around the NCAA championships, how do you believe that helped you during Olympic trials?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, whenever you're thinking about one competition for a long time, you know, it, it starts to stress on you. Um, but, Um, me thinking about the nationals, you know, that was kind of my stressor. And then, you know, once that was over with, uh, it's kind of like a monkey off your back. And I think any college wrestler would say the same thing. And then, you know, going into the Olympic trials, it's kind of, um, uh, it's not, I wouldn't say stress free, but, um, I can definitely wrestle a lot more free, um, versus a lot of those guys at the senior level who had already, you know, graduated college you know, they were probably thinking about that tournament for, you know, all year. So, um, I think that definitely helped me out a little bit, uh, going into the tournament.
0: Nick, what moment made everything you've accomplished over the past month hit home?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, after the trials, you know, definitely, you know, sat down and, you know, kind of thought about the last month. Right. And, um, you know, if if I had to look back and say, you know, when was the moment things started to come together? I would actually say, it's going to sound weird, but right before nationals, right? I was kind of sitting down thinking about, you know, some upcoming competition. And um, I was like, well, you know, I've, I've done the work and you know, I've done everything right. So, um, you know, whatever happens in the next couple of weeks, I'm, I'm going to be happy with. So um, I think that outlook was interesting uh, for me, just looking at myself. And I think it was like, a good turning point And I think honestly took some stress off me and, you know, allowed me to really compete my best.
0: So when you sat down before nationals and you were sitting there, I'm assuming by yourself, take us inside the head of Nick Lee. And what was that conversation like?
1: <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on in that head and sometimes there's <laughs> not enough going on in that head. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think just kind of being grateful for, you know, the opportunities in front of me, um and you know, I have more opportunities in front of me now and I'm grateful for those. Um, and kind of understanding that, you know, whether I would win a national championship or make an Olympic team or not, um, I was still gonna be, you know, happy with myself and the work that I've done. Um and, you know, still loving myself no matter what. And then, you know, accepting and understanding that there's a chance I could lose, um and then after accepting that, uh, also accepting the fact that, well, wait a second, I really want to win. So, uh, I'm going to go try to win. So I think, um, for me, step one was, you know, being happy with yourself and the work no matter what. And then step two is, well, I want to win though. So I'm going to go give everything I have. Maybe a little complicated, but <laughs> that's what's going on in
0: there. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I want to go off script, Nick, and sure. focus on what drives you. It's such an interesting concept because it varies person to person. What drives Nick Lee?
1: Um, you know, I think um, I don't want to be too, um, you know, like cheesy or emotional, but I think there's love for my uh, situation, specifically the people um, that I'm involved with every day. And I'm talking about our coaches at Penn State, um, my teammates at Penn State, my family, obviously, um, and then the community here. Like, um, I've just been, you know, I've had, I've wanted for nothing throughout my career here. And I think just being grateful for all of that is the best motivator that anybody could have, right? Because whenever I am wrestling out there for a national title and I win, that's you know i yes i won but the feeling isn't like i just won the feeling is like we just won that's that's what it feels like to me um and there's no better feeling than that right winning with with your family and with your uh with your teammates so i think that the people around me are really what they give me the reason that i need to win i would say
0: very much the I versus we or me versus team concept right yeah. there. So how have you separated yep. the difference between we, team, and me?
1: Yeah. Well, um, I think first what, what people need to understand, and um, we talk about this a lot in wrestling because it is it's a team sport, but you're wrestling as an individual, right? No one can help you out there on the mat. So um, we, we definitely think about this a lot. And, um, we've always said that, you know, we want to win as a team and the best thing that you can do for the team is do what's best for yourself. Right. So, um, what's best for me is going to be to make sure that, you know, whenever it comes to recovery and training, I'm getting, you know, everything I need. I'm getting enough recovery. I'm getting the best training. I'm dedicated, motivated, um, you know, working hard, giving 110% and, um, you know, Getting my extra reps in, if I need to, that's what's best for me. At the end of the day, that is going to be what's best for the team, right? But I'm not. I'm also not. um, I'm also not sacrificing, you know, things for the team for myself. I'm not being selfish in that, right? I'm. I'm being selfish in the sense that I want what is best for myself, uh, but it's also going to further the interests of the team. And wrestling is a unique sport, I think because it it has that duality, right? You're an individual wrestler, but everything you do is going to affect the team in some way. Um, so it's, it's interesting to think about. Um, and it's definitely something that we talk about all the time.
0: When you talk about that, how much have you been able to learn from head coach Kale Sanderson?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the man is a, is a a waterfall of knowledge. I mean, every single day, uh, every single day now, um, he's just, He'll say something I've never heard before, and it like clicks. And it's like, man, I've been with this guy for years, and I'm still learning new things. So it's it's really interesting, and he always brings a really great perspective. Um, he wants what's best for, um, he wants what's best for the team, not just on the wrestling map, But he really emphasizes the fact that uh, wrestling is not something that lasts forever, and there is life after wrestling. And so most of the things he's going to bring in for us to to, you know think on is going to be stuff that applies for all of life and i think that that is a really great perspective uh you know holding things in perspective (laughs) well i said perspective twice but you know what i mean um and just getting the big picture and understanding that um whether you win or lose you're still going to wake up tomorrow you still got to make your bed uh, and you still got to, you know, cook yourself food. And so it makes it a lot easier to have fun, I would say, but, but yeah, the man is, is incredible. And I'm so lucky to have 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 a coach like him.
0: Do you make your bed every morning?
1: Uh, I try to, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I do my best. I, I, you know, more of a metaphor, but you know, some, I think there is something to be said, you know, if you literally make your bed every morning, that's, you know, you're starting off the day with an accomplishment, right? So um, there's there's definitely something to be said for that.
0: Absolutely. What perspective do you think is the biggest perspective you've been able to take away through your time already here at Penn State from Kale specifically?
1: Um, I think being able to look at the big picture is really important. Um, and I think it makes it easier for you to decide what you want, right? So um, looking at wrestling as something that's, going to end at some point um is healthy because that means i have to have fun while i'm doing it right why do i want to you know stress about something every day and why do i want to you know work hard for no reason if it's just going to end right and then that really forces you to look at the sport and say do i really want to be in the sport and once you decide that you do want to be in the sport you're doing it for the right reasons and once you're doing it for the right reasons, it becomes a lot more fun and uh, you've actually become a lot more successful, in my opinion. Um, so it's finding the the right balance um, and making sure that you're in the sport for the right reasons is, is important, right? I'm in it because I really enjoy wrestling. Um, I enjoy the people I'm around every day, right? I, do I enjoy, you know, the hard work all the time? Probably not, but <laughs> um, it's necessary, right, to, to continue to – Uh, enjoy the sport
0: if you look on social media and you just type in your name or anybody really within the penn state wrestling program into twitter let's say yeah the phrase chop wood carry water comes up why does that phrase (laughs) play a crucial role in your daily approach
1: yeah um i said that after my um, match i didn't really realize you know how you know how much that would get reposted and stuff but um you know we talked about that in the room It, it is a book by Joshua Metcalf, I highly recommend to everyone. Uh really good book. Um but we kind of just talked about the phrase uh in our room and um we talked about how you know the process is very important. Um so, you know, before you're a national champion, you know, you're gonna work hard every single day um to become, you know, what what a national champion is. What is a national champion? And a national champion is someone who is resilient. Um, it's someone who is you know in my mind a, a kind person a humble person um it's someone who never gives up right and understanding that you are that person before the national championship and you still need to be that person after the national championship so you're going to chop wood and carry water before enlightenment and you're going to continue to chop wood and carry water after enlightenment so i i think that's kind of you know, what the importance for me is, right? The, the national championship is great, but you're still going to be the same person afterwards, right? So um, just the, um, the process of what we do is very important. Um, and, you know, one thing I try to make sure that younger wrestlers understand is no matter what the outcome is, you're the same person after as you were before. So um, just to go back, The process is what's important and and what we should fall in love with, not necessarily the outcome. Because once I'm done with college wrestling, I can't be a national champion anymore, right? I'm a national champion forever, you know, looking back, but I'm not going to have another opportunity to win a national championship. So what am I working for then at that point, right? I'm working to continue to be um, what a national champion is.
0: I'm like ready to run through a brick wall right now. That's
1: freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: Thanks for sharing yeah, that with us. Well, I know a I lot of people have asked it. the for question sure. about chop wood, carry water, what that exactly means. So the process, yeah. resiliency, kindness, being humble, never giving up and staying with that process from start to finish, no matter if you're at the top or the bottom. I love that approach. Social media. Let's go back to that. You're not on it. Yeah. And I think that's something that athletes <laughs> and people in the workforce can look up to. Why are you not on it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have Twitter. I, I have an Instagram. I'm not super active on it. Um, but you know, I, it's never something that I got on the social media trend late whenever I was a kid, right? I I had Twitter for a little bit. I deleted it. I didn't really like it. Um, and I just never really got into it. Um, you know, for whatever reason. And I think that's, that's a good thing for me now. Um, and I would say that, you know, there's definitely people that make very positive impacts on social media, right? It, It can be a great tool. Um, you know, I know we have guys on our team and you know other athletes that um, have used social media and you know positive ways, and I think that's really great. And for me, my perspective is kind of to each his own, right? Uh, but for me, I'm you know I, I, it just doesn't blend well with my personality. You know, I'm not really good at putting stuff out there, and you know I've had people talk to me and they're like, "Hey, you need to more out there," and I'm like, "Well, I I know, but <laughs> I don't really know how, or you know, it just feels it feels wrong." You know what I mean? So it's so I, I'm a person who is naturally kind of private, uh, so I I, I try to stay away from it, um, because I just it stresses me out. <laughs> I notice I'm more stressed whenever I have social media. I'm on my phone a lot more, uh, which I don't like. So I think you know, looking at things from you know a mental health perspective, I think it's healthy to be off social media, and um, you know, I have you know, found a use for it. Um, and so I, I kind of use it when I, you know, need to, want to, and then, you know, periodically I'll, I'll get rid of it just to make sure that, you know, I'm not getting too, um, I'm not getting too, you know, attached to it or anything. But I think I, one thing I recommend, especially to, to young people, um, that, you know, are finding success is periodically get rid of social media because, um you're gonna continue to focus on that process, right? Um I think whenever you do find success and um you get on social media and you know you're getting followers or you're getting likes, it, it becomes easy to you know, you start to enjoy that part of it rather than, you know, doing the actual job and um, you know, you can that's once again a whole nother conversation, but <laughs> just from my own perspective I think that you know, it's good to stay away from that because it's going to afford you more energy um, to, to really, you know, get into the weeds with, with what you're doing and enjoying that. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I would say about social media. But once again, you know, each his own. You know, I think some people make really positive uh, use of social media. And I'm sure I could, too, but it's just not something that I'm really into. And I think, you know, I'm a lot happier. Whenever I'm generally, um, you know, off of the social media, you get
0: caught up in the in the glitz and fashion and all, and the likes and the retweets and all that stuff. That that one hundred percent, yeah, right. It's
1: it, it's easy it's easy to get caught up in that, right? I mean, yeah, and social media is like life these days, you know, for a lot of people, right? I mean, you got people that you know live on Instagram, and uh, you know, I think that's you know that's fine if that's what you do, and um, you know if that's what you enjoy, that's great. You know, to each his own. But me specifically, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to have my face in my phone, um, looking at that stuff. It's, I mean, you know, I have my face in my phone anyway, looking at my email and <laughs> stuff like that. So it's, but it's more about like, you know, I don't want to be someone, this is me specifically, I don't want to be someone who is, you know, I don't want to be addicted to that like number going up. Right. I just, I don't, I don't like that. It feels, feels wrong for me. And, you know if there's ever a day where the like number doesn't go up, right, how's that going to affect me? I'm going to be all the time. Uh, I don't really want that, right? So once again, I'm going to, you know, fall in love with what I'm doing, you know, rather than, you know, the consequences of it.
0: Have you had a moment where somebody's replied to one of your Instagram posts, for example, and said, Nick, you suck. Nick, that that was horrible, whatever it is, Um, (laughs) that, that you've caught right before either you take the mat or you are about to head to practice, whatever the situation is.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been fairly lucky. You know, I hope I don't have them, any haters. I hope I don't have any haters. But, you know, if I have a few out there, they haven't, you know, popped on to my comment section. So <laughs> that's I'm thankful for that. But, um, you know, you definitely see things sometimes where it's like, oh, you know, that bothers me. And maybe you weren't included in something. And, you know, it's it's interesting because it'll irk you a little bit. And then, you know, the more I think about it, it's like, well, why am I letting that why am I spending energy worrying about this? It just doesn't make any sense, right? And, you know, one thing I find is that whenever, you know, you're thinking about something like that, no one is is people that do that, they're trying to get you to think about them, right? They don't spend a second longer thinking about you. So it just doesn't make sense to me to spend energy on that and you know, you know, the whole cyber bullying thing, you know, it's just, I just turn off my phone, right? A lot of people are turning off comments now on on their posts, which I think is good, right? Because you're going to get, you know, hateful messages and, um, I don't, you know, that wouldn't really bother me that much. I'm kind of easygoing. Um, but you know, it can definitely bother some people. And I think that, you know, that's a case where, okay, are you going to put yourself in a position to receive, you know, hate that bothers you? Or are you going to take yourself out of that position so you're not receiving anything that bothers you? So I, I think it is really a really choice um, for everyone.
0: Since we don't have a whole bunch of time with Nick, I told him it'd be about 15 minutes. We're now at about 20 minutes, <laughs> so we're going to make sure we uh, wrap this up quickly. But speaking of social media and everybody's minds in one place, positively or negatively, not many people... Got to experience what you did a couple of weeks ago at the uh, Olympic trials. So when you walked out for a shot to make the Olympic team, what was racing through your mind during that walk?
1: Yeah. um, So, I mean, we had the Big Ten tournament and the national tournament. And then once again, you know, we had another day of the uh, Olympic trials tournament, right? And then you know, I'm on the second day of my third tournament and you know a month and a half or however long it was, and um at that point, like all of the extra stuff, your body just kind of says, I don't have energy to worry about this right now. So <laughs> I'm just thinking about wrestling. You know, what is my game plan? I'm gonna keep my hand out, I'm gonna leave with my head. I'm not gonna reach, all that kind of stuff. Um that that's that's what's going through my head, right? And then, you know, afterwards it's like then you start thinking about the other stuff but um it's it's hard to kind of it's hard for your body to continue to worry about things outside of just wrestling whenever you know you're competing that much so
0: when you won your match and you realized you did make the olympic team like nick the freaking olympic team that's something that (laughs) you dream about as a kid. And I know you still have bigger ambitions and hopefully you can partake in that one day, but for where you are at currently to make the Olympic team, what was special about that moment?
1: Yeah, I think, um, what's special is, you know, a lot of work that you've put in has kind of come to fruition. Right. But not just that. I mean, that is great. But I think, you know, the special part of it is that a lot of people are also, you know, have also put an incredible amount of time and energy, you know, into my career. So being able to achieve that is like, it's happy for me because it's happy for them, right? And it's it's their win just as much as it is my win. So that's, you know, what's really special to me. Um, And, you know, I, I don't know if it's, Really set in yet, but um, I mean, I'm surrounded by people every single day um, that you know are the most incredible people in the world. I mean, I just want to—I'll brag on our club a little bit. The Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. Half of the men's freestyle Olympic team trains right here at the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. So I'm I'm surrounded by these people every day, and you know, I just—it makes me happy that um, you know I can also. You know, be where they are, and and you know, make other people around me happy.
0: What comes next for you?
1: Um, well, I'm taking a little bit of time off, but you know, we'll um, we got some training to do, right? So the Olympics are coming up, so you know, we're going to make sure that you know our Olympian at my weight uh, goes go gets gold. That's Jordan Oliver, so um, we got to qualify the weight first, right? So you know, I'm still kind of waiting to hear you know about things around that, but um, and then. But what's really another thing that's really on my mind is we got another college season next year and we have a fantastic Penn State wrestling team uh, that's going to be coming up. So I'm super excited for that. We got a lot of young guys. I mean, we're going to have four returning national champions, right? So um, that's something that, you know, Penn State fans should be super, super excited about. It's, it's going to be a fun year.
0: I know that uh, those fans specifically are looking forward to hopefully having that Top trophy back in the uh, back in state college. So, Nick, really appreciate your time. Great insight to your mind, what drives you. I love that process the resiliency, the kindness, humble, and never give up. Chop wood and carry water. Appreciate you.
1: Hey, appreciate you. Thank you.